0: This is Hacker Public Radio episode 3515 for Friday the 21st of January 2022. Today's show is entitled, ADB and SCRCPY. It is hosted by Ken Fallon, and is about 9 minutes long, and carries a clean flag. The summary is, some useful tools for working with Android devices. Hi, everybody. My name is Ken Fallon, and you're listening to another episode of Hacker Public Radio. Today, I want to talk to you about Android debugging, specifically the Android Debug Bridge, which is commonly known as ADB. Link for where you can get that in the show notes. So this is basically a tool that allows you to control your Android phone via the command line. So to install it, there are multiple guides online but I found that dnf install android-tools and adb-enhanced was the easiest for me. Your mileage may vary on your package manager. Search for adb-alpha-delta-bravo. And there's a link in the show notes to XDA developers' advice on how to install it. And in order to use the functionality of this, you're going to need to enable developer mode on your phone. It's not as complicated as doing something like trying to root your phone. It should be available on most phones. So if you go to settings, so usually if you pull down from the top twice, you should see a cog icon. And in there, if you search for the string build space number, uh, you should find it. It's usually in about phone section. then you want to look for build number. And once you find build number, tap it seven times. So tap, 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 tap. And once you've done that seven times, you will become a developer. So press the back key. And then you will see a hidden menu called developer options has become available. If you can't see it, you should search for it. Uh, It's usually in the system section. And then there you're going to need to turn on two things. So one is Android debugging, and the other one is ADB over network. So and while we're in the settings area, if you don't know what the IP address of your phone is, it's a good idea to search for IP space address. It's probably in the about phone section, and you should see your IP 4 address. So make note of that for later. So once you have the tool's installed and you've got the developer options uh, enabled. You have essentially everything that you need to communicate from your computer to your phone. So if you type adb space help, you'll get more information. There's no man page for some reason on the options that I have. But anywho, um, it is divided down into several sections. The global section tells you how to connect to your phone. The general section shows you... Uh, shows your devices and how to get help. The networking section allows you to connect over the network and also to do stuff like port forwarding and reverse port forwarding. Uh, the file transfer section uh, shows you how to reliably get phone uh, files over and back from your phone. It's the only one that I only method of transfer that I've actually found is reliable on Android. and then you have uh, internal debugging section which tells you how to start and stop the Android server Android debugging server. So we're going to connect in two ways uh, in this section. One is via USB. So if you plug in your phone, first thing you'll hear is a dunk telling you that you've uh, connected up a phone, but it will also the first time put up a pop-up notification to give permissions. So if you approve that, you should be good to go. And then your phone will just sit there. But if you open up a terminal and type adb space shell, you should see that you're now in your phone and you can do all sorts of cool stuff like CD, LS, find. So for example, if you go find storage self primary, that's where probably all your files are located. And in there, you can delete files, you can create files, you can, uh, copy, um, text from your console into a file over there. So, Unfortunately, if you unplug your phone, you will no longer have a connection to it. So uh, you can also enable network access via TCP. Uh, so leave your phone connected into USB for a minute, and then we need to tell it to use the TCP command. And you can do that by typing uh out of the shell, typing ADB space TCP IP space five 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 five. Um so that will enable that will tell the phone to go ahead and uh, listen over a tcp connection for incoming usb debugging which is what we turned on earlier uh sorry over the network adb debugging over the network so you can then connect your phone using an ip address and port 5555 so disconnect your usb at this point and then uh, go ADB space connect space and your IP address and port number so my example one nine two one six eight one one colon five 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 and you should get something like connected to the IP address port number so that's it and again commands like ADB space shell will allow you to access the phone even if it's not physically connected via USB so everything is good to go there but say you have two phones or a tablet and a phone, two Android devices, and you want to control both of them. You can do that using multiple devices. So the only issue is you need to be able to identify uh, which phone is which. And to do that, you can go adb space devices space dash L for a listing. And actually, if you do that and you've got your phone connected, you'll see um, an IP address if it's over the network and you'll just see a a serial number if it's the phone itself. But in either case, you'll see product is the name of your phone and device is the name of your phone. Um, So that's useful information. But the important thing to remember or take away from this is the transport underscore ID, and that's the one that we can use later with the ADB command itself. And the dash t option, which is allocate a PTY if a tty if on a tty, no idea what that means. But what it means is it tells us which of the connections that you want to use dash t will tell. So it tells us whether you want to go to transport ID nine in my case is one phone or uh, fourteen in my case is another phone, or equally it could be one which might be USB. So for example, adb space dash t space fourteen space shell will connect to uh, the second phone, in my example. So that's it, that's how you can remote control to your phone, so you can leave the phones in a different location and you can be somewhere else and just uh, monitor incoming SMSs and stuff like that on your phone while it's uh, somewhere else. it's handy for us, we have a shared phone, so for the house, so it's nice to be able to see what's going on in the phone from down here. One other thing that you might want to be able to do is use remote screen sharing. And for that, there's an absolutely excellent tool called SCRCPY screen copy. And from Wikipedia, that is, it's a free and open source screen monitoring application to allow control of Android devices. And the source code is available on GitHub. So you can install it using an app to install SCRCPY. But in Fedora, you need to enable a corporate repo Xeno. And the link is in the show notes, and then you can do a DNF install. And with uh, only one phone connected, you can just use it as is, and then your phone will appear uh, in front of you, like a you know VNC session or a remote desktop session. Um, but if you want to connect over TCP/IP, if you want to identify a phone targeted, you can do scr cpy space dash dash tcp Equals IP address colon port. And then once you do that, you can make a connection to both your phones like I have in the example. There's loads that you could say about CPY screen copy, I guess. And it does really deserve a show itself. You can do all sorts of screen recording and stuff like that. So it's kind of handy. Uh, One thing to remember is that um, if you right click, that's the power button. and your finger is essentially the mouse uh if you go to the website um the github page then you'll find more information about that there control and uh, and drag is is screen pinching and all that sort of good stuff that I don't tend to do anyway but um as a way of having that the phones on your desk it's a really really cool thing okay folks that's it Thank you very much for listening. Hope you uh, got something of interest from this show. And tune in tomorrow for another exciting episode of Hacker Public Radio. You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. Today's show was contributed by an HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hosting for HBR is kindly provided by anhonesthost.com, the Internet Archive and rsync.net. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 license.